Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. friends and welcome to the happy hour jamie ivy podcast this is the happy half hour which happens every other friday and today my guest logan wolfram is with me hi logan hi how do you do good i'm so glad that you're back um because we have a lot to talk about and we've actually like talked to each other a lot in life in real life since you're on my show we have and then i'm going to see you in not too long too. i know you're going to come to my house i invited myself to come to your house <laughs> i assume if just... you've been inviting lots of people to your house <laughs> the happy hour live <laughs> then what's you. one more person i mean literally <laughs> come on <laughs> what's one more um okay logan i think you're gonna like this i'm gonna tell you who is sponsoring today's show um and it's prep dish and oh, we love we love yeah, you're going to like this. We love Prep Dish around here, and I know that you have been working out a lot and eating healthy. And so Prep Dish is a meal planning service, and they do gluten-free and paleo meal plans. So nice. they don't send you the food, but they send okay. you a grocery list. You go to the store, okay. you do all your grocery shopping, and then you spend two hours prepping your meals, and then you have meals ready for the rest of the week. It only takes two hours? Well, yeah, give or take. For me, the first couple, it takes me a little bit longer, but then, you know, you're, just, you're not cooking it. You're just prepping right. it. Well, you know, once upon a time, I used to work in a restaurant. So Really? So you'll take you like maybe 45 minutes to prep all this stuff. Do you remember that show, The Amazing Rice? Yeah. Were you on years it? Ago? No, I wasn't. But I remember one of the challenges one time they were in Jamaica and they had to cut a 50 pound bag of onions. And I thought I could have prepped the heck out of those onions so fast. And we would have won the entire race because of that. That I used to want to be on that show, so, The Amazing so Rice. I wanted to do I it with my brother. Mm-hmm. Is it still on? I don't think so. I don't okay. know. But, you know, if I could cut 50 pounds of onions, I feel like Prep Dish would probably work for me. Well, Prep Dish (laughs) could maybe send some people to the Amazing Race to be on it. You never know. Um, This team's skills are sponsored by Prep Dish. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe Chef Allison can head on over there. Yep. Meaning I'll teach you how to chop an onion. I I would need that help because. you hear us? We want t-shirts. There you go. There you go. Um, But Prep Dish is really cool because they help you get healthy meals on the table for your family, for yourself, uh, and do it in less time. Because if your life is like mine. It's crazy around dinner time. In fact, Aaron's gone Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night this week. And literally, he was like, are you going to miss me? And I was like, no. What am I going to feed these children? How am I going to cook? I you cooked the other day. It was like, I didn't know how you were mixing those things, actually. What, the spaghetti? Was, yeah. But then there was like, were you putting the green beans in there? No. Let me I, just tell you, when I cook, it's a matter of, is, is there something in a can I can open? It's so awful. So I made spaghetti. But I didn't have spaghetti sauce, so I just put diced tomatoes in there and tomato, like a can of tomato sauce. But I didn't have like, you know, whatever. And then I made a side of green beans and a side of garbanzo beans. And I was like, here you go, kids. That's an interesting mix. It's interesting. I had but- a friend one time that poured tomato soup. Actually, you know this person, too. Um, when she first got married, she didn't really know how to cook. And she poured tomato soup over noodles because she thought that would be spaghetti. <laughs> 
Laura that, Barker, sorry. That, <laughs> that's like all of like two favorite dishes combined in one. But literally when I was cooking that last night, I know that I'm going grocery shopping in like two days and I'm prep dishing it. And I just kept thinking, if only I had done this sooner, I would not be in this dilemma. So they send you the list and everything. That's yeah, right. which is great because like, tell me what to do and I can do it. Yeah. Um, so for for happy hour listeners, go to prepdish.com slash happy hour, all lowercase, and you get a $4 trial for the first month. Uh, which is a great deal. Basically, you give them $4, they tell you what to do. I'd give them $25, so just so you know. So there you nice. go. Thank you, Prep Dish. Um, okay, Logan, welcome back. Um, last time you were on the show, you talked to me about climbing a mountain. How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't climb the mountain. So uh, I was supposed to climb Mount Kilimanjaro with my sweet friend Belinda Bowman and One Million Thumbprints. And then my brother, I was... I was on the happy hour with you like in the fall. It was October of 2015. Yeah. Number 57, so, if y'all want to go back and listen. 57. 57. Um, so then at Christmas, my brother got engaged and planned his wedding to be the same time that I was supposed to be climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. How rude. And um, which was also at the same time that Curious Faith, my book came out. Mm-hmm. So and then he planned his wedding the the crazy part is in China. And there's not like, I don't know if you, if there is, there could be like a China, Texas or a China, Georgia. I don't know, but this was like China, the country, right? Like, like the legitimate, uh-huh. like you have to find a plane for a really long time to get to China and it's 12 hours time difference and all that. So we took our kids and my parents went and my sister and brother-in-law and we went to China for That's a wedding. Fun. That sounds, it sounds like a lot of fun. Next week on the show, Tish Auction Rider's on, and we talk a lot about traveling with kids. And so how was it for you traveling with your kids? My kids did really, really well. And I was super grateful that both of them are very adventurous. Um, Mm -hmm. They also are really good about eating whatever I give them. And if they don't eat it, then I'm very sorry, but you'll be hungry. You can have applesauce or carrots. Like that's the rule in our house. Uh So, um, so they really tried everything and it was such a blast to see them, um, I mean, they really did. They tried everything. My mom remembers, like she said at one point during my brother's wedding, the whole wedding thing. I mean, it was just crazy. It was so different and funny and amazing and everything all at once. But my mom looks over and she said, my six-year-old at the time had like these crab legs, like soft shell crab legs, just sort of like creeping out of his mouth like he was eating a tarantula. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They really did. They tried everything. And then they learned how to use chopsticks. And so... When we got home from the trip, because my kids missed seven days of school, yeah, um, they had missed one day of school prior to that, but they missed seven in a row. So, like, we got a truancy notice, um, which I is have, so dumb, by the way. So dumb because I, I remember told you saying school, that I did everything, but yeah. So we were truant. It was marked unlawful, you know, all the things. Even though we did our and homework, you and took your budget. child to China. To China, and then here's the best part: when we got back, like a month later after we'd received our truancy notice. We were invited to come and share at Cultural Arts Week because the entire <laughs> school focused on China. <laughs> so I came and shared pictures. My son taught everyone in their classes how to use chopsticks. You know, uh, so if it's we just had been true it, we would standard. not have been as They had to do it, I'm sure, you know. To the school system, you know, yeah. so. Well, anyway. that's awesome. That's awesome. And so you released Curious, uh, your book last year. I did. Last, when did it come out? March? April? Came out in March. A, it's yeah. a year old now. How long was it? Over, it was over a year ago. It was like a year and a half ago that I wow. talked to you. Yeah, it, yeah, for, for that, sure. For the official time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. And this <laughs> An is <laughs> coming out March 24th. Hold on. What do you know the date of your book? My next book? 
No, the the date your book came out Curious last year. Faith came out March first. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, a year ago. A year ago. It's been a year. So you and I, um, we met when we almost and I we talk about this in the other show. We almost went to Uganda together, and then um, you were so gracious and kind and invited me to come speak at a conference that you put on. We met Hello. before that. Where did we meet did before that? I think the first time that we ever met, we had like somehow met online. But then the first time that we ever, ever met in person, I think, was at the very first IF gathering. Oh, when was it? it? That was kind of a blur for me. Well, I just remember Mike Rush introduced us. Oh, then you're you're right. Were you sitting upstairs talking to him in a yeah. booth? Yep. That was me. I remember that moment just now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we met then. And then um, you invited me to come speak. At Loom, which funny story. I don't know if I told you this then. You invited me to come speak at a loom. And what year would that have been? It was two years ago. Okay. So I was... Was it so, 2015? You came twice, didn't you? No, just that one time. And so I was I was about a year and a half into podcasting, maybe, and probably a year in when you asked me. I mean, let's be honest. And I, you remember I told you no at first. Yeah. And yeah. and podcasting was like still pretty new mm-hmm. when I asked you. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember after Illum that year, people were like, we just really wish that there had been more on podcasting. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, we were... You know, I guess we projected decently well, which is funny because it's funny that I said no, because now I would I love talking about podcasting and I would travel anywhere to talk about it. Um, but at the time, I just felt like, oh, I have nothing to share. You know, that's so insecure well, now you're, and stuff. you're like profesh. Well, I wouldn't call myself that, but I do, you know, well, you do it regularly. <laughs> I do love it and do it regularly. And it is my job. So there's that. Um, OK, so what's we know what's new that you did from the last time, but what's new coming up in your world? Well, I'm working on my next book. It's due in October. So that's kind of a new thing. Yeah. Do you know, can you tell us what it's about? Anything like that? I can. How about this? I'll give you even the working title and subtitle. Oh. And hopefully it'll be that. This will be the debut. This is the debut, <gasps> Amy, right now. Seriously. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, go for it. Okay. My working title is, Hi There, Making Space for Others When You're Already Spread Too Thin. Oh, it's like the story of our lives. I know, right? So really, it's just about giving generous and empathetic permission just to be imperfect. And Mm -hmm. also, what does it look like to engage in authentic relationships with other people, Um, particularly when we have so many things pulling on us in so many different directions? Yeah, which is like where we all are. When's the projected uh, release date, like fall 2018? September 1st, 2018, which... my friend Sarah Hagerty. Have you talked to her? Have you had her? No, her? I would love to. She's amazing. Anyway, she said to me, she was like, Logan, your book is going to come out three days after you turn 40. And I was like, <gasps> oh my goodness. It's your so, 40th baby. My 40th birthday book baby. So I was like, I'm going to have to do 40 days of fun, like all the pre-orders yeah, and all the fun things before. And then I thought, well, I'll just have a giant party. And the people who'd come for the book We'll just be there to celebrate my birthday. And the people who come for my birthday will be forced to celebrate the book. It'll just be a win-win for everybody. (laughs) I know. I know. So you're all invited. Okay. Party. Make our plans. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Super exciting. Um, The reason that you and I have gotten to know each other more over the past year is that we're in a mastermind group for writers, which has been. Makes us sound really smart. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's been (laughs) such a blessing for me um, in so many ways. And I'll tell you this publicly so that everyone can hear. It's been so great to just hear people who literally are maybe three steps ahead in front of me and some that are just like one step ahead of me. Um, Sometimes that's like the best kind of encouragement and advice because I feel like sometimes people get way too far ahead. They kind of forget what it was like in those first four steps. You know what I mean? And so 
It's been so good for me. Life too, you know, like my mom forgets what it's like sometimes to have young children who throw Mm -hmm. tantrums, you know? Yeah. But my friend who has teenagers, she still remembers. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's nice having people that are like in it with you. Um, But then also like for me, you know, I'm done with one whole sort of iteration of the process. But even as I'm starting back with this next book, you just came out of so much mm-hmm. of that stuff. So it's been nice to have that like refreshment yeah. of what it is. And then also just taking all that perspective together. I think it helps. I don't know. I feel like I'm going into this next one, at least pretending that I'm smarter. Yeah. So, I mean, if nothing else, we can pretend. Nothing else will pretend it. But yeah. I'm going to ask you the questions in a minute for the half hour that we always do. But let's just tell everyone like that they need a Voxer mastermind group because I think like I talk about Voxer a lot on here because it's really been so great for me in like the season of life that I'm in. I have one with like some really close, like I would call them my people, like these people, I do too. you know, and mm-hmm. um, we just talk about life, whatever, like my kid pooped the bed, not mine because I have big kids, but they have little kids. Um, and then I have the writing one with you guys and I'm in a podcast one that doesn't get as much traction, but every once in a while it's there. And then I talk to some friends and I'll talk, but I think the mastermind thing over Voxer is brilliant. So if you love something and you know someone in Nebraska that also loves it, y'all create a Voxer group and you learn so much from each other. And you know what I think is good too, like we were talking about, find people that are really close to your same stage of whatever the thing is, because um, because then that way you're sort of helping each other. You know, I think um, it, it would be really hard to be in a mastermind group, I think, if I was asking someone that was like my ultimate dream goal of where I wanted to be in 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. That's called like discipleship and mentorship. A mastermind group, like what we've been doing is basically a lot of us fumbling through the same thing together, but sort of coming alongside and encouraging each other in it. And so I think that's been really helpful. Wouldn't you say? It's like a professional fumble. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. Um, Okay, Logan, what is something that you've read, watched or heard lately that you cannot stop recommending to people? I cannot stop recommending the book called um, I Feel Bad About My Neck by Nora Ephron. It is bright yellow and it has a picture of cold cream on the front. Parts of it are slightly inappropriate because she just had this sort of crazy life. But she's the gal that wrote um, When Harry Met Sally and she wrote You've Got Mail. She's this phenomenal comedic writer. And I really think reading that book, I read it probably almost a year ago, and I just keep going back and like re-looking at it because she narrates the subconscious in such a way that you sort of feel like somebody just jumped on my brain train and like made it make sense. And so she's funny. It's so funny. And I think after like a year of a brother's wedding and of like I had some weird health issues and of writing a book and of launching a book and all these things. I just needed, my friend Sarah May was like, you just need to read something to laugh. Yeah. And so I laughed so hard. But interestingly enough, her writing and the way that she did it, I think it unlocked something for me to give myself permission to sort of narrate the subconscious in such a way that I think makes people feel understood. Well, that's so great. I, I and stop talking about that. I love and it. And why don't you tell us about your class you're about to take? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got to thank, I feel bad about my neck for this. I just signed up to take a comedy <laughs> writing class with Steve Martin, like the Steve like, Martin. That's father, what I asked guy, you. Like, fan. yes. Yeah. Like the Steve Martin. So anyway, I, I just decided, I mean, I really wish I Can was Can people super still funny. sign up? I really want to. Yeah. I think the class doesn't start for like, it's got a countdown clock. And so I thought, oh yeah, it's going to start soon. And then I looked at it and it's like 50 days or something. So, okay. but I'm ready to take it right now because I want to be funny. I would really like to be funny, but even if I'm not funny, 
it would just be really nice to learn some things. And I think you, was it you told me that Joy Egerich recently said, like, if you want to be better at speaking, take an improv class. That Didn't was me. me that? Yep, I did. I told you that yesterday. Yep. So, I know. Anyway, I, just I have think been. It'll be good. It'll stretch me in ways that I think, hopefully, let's hope it'll make me a better writer and <sighs> speaker. We'll find out when the next book comes out. Huh? We'll know. I have an interview coming up in a couple of weeks with a lady named Jenny, and we were chatting about just our creative minds and 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 kind of finding that inner creative that maybe we have as a child and we feel like it's not there anymore. And I told her about you taking the Steve Martin class and about Joy telling me to do improv. And I'm just like, man, it's I keep hearing these things. It feels like people are onto something. Like this is a really good help uh, for people who maybe have some kind of job where they're in front of people or they're writing. So, well, and I sort of just. I don't know in this last year, I just keep thinking about what are the things that I'm most curious about? And if I'm curious about it, then I'm like, hey, I should do this. So that's how I took a quilting class last year. And now I'm going to take a comedy writing class. So I love it. I so love I'm just it. Like, just try the things. You're never yeah. too old. And nope. we always say that, but then we don't do the things. That's true. So do the things, friends. Do good, things. good. Um, okay. Writer, you had a conference. You do all kinds of things. You mother, your wife. You work out at your gym and lead Bible studies and do all kinds of things. How do you recharge? Um, well, this is kind of what I've been doing lately is I've been figuring it out this year. Um, I've been spending time doing the things that I want to do. Like I legitimately took a quilting class. My friend Sarah was like, what are you, 97? Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe. Um, so I've, I've done some stuff like that. I have been a lot more intentional over the last several months of really making margin. And I remember somebody telling me one time, like, you know, if you want to actually have margin, but you're one of those people that'll burn the candle at both ends, you need to probably like triple the margin. And hopefully you'll end up with like a reasonable margin still in the So I've really tried to be cautious about things like that. And then um, just really thinking about what are the things that I can do? What are the things I can't do? What are the things that make me feel a little bit anxious? Like, if I can't do that, then I'm going to feel really bad, but I feel pressure to do it. And so I've just started saying no to like a lot of things. And, um, and I think that that's been really good. But like, then I said, yes, just randomly yesterday, some friends are going to like this young life family camp. And I was like, I want to do young life family camp. That sounds so fun. So I totally just signed up yesterday and we're going this weekend. I love that. I'm not very spontaneous in my weeks like that. So good for you. I'm normally not either, but you know, sometimes you hear something and it's a thing that we're adding on, but it's also a thing that I think will feel like it's creating some margin. So yeah. a lot of margin is saying no. And then some of the margin is doing the things that feel like you're breathing, you know, mm, that's so, good. And that's- my favorite thing is just, uh, we go to the mountains and it's quiet and you don't get good cell service. And that's the best, it's the best. Yeah, oh, so. that's the best. Um, okay. So Logan, what advice do you love to give out to people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Lately, my favorite advice is that I have discovered these uh, takeout containers that I buy online. I literally wrote a blog post about it yesterday on LoganWolfram.com. Okay. (laughs) Because I, you know, like there's random things that you just, they make you sort of crazy. Uh And so for years, I've been fighting the Tupperware battle of like, I can't find the lid for this particular bottom. Or one day you Mm -hmm. end up and you've got everything on the floor and you're trying to match it like a toddler, you know, right. there's three things that fit together. So, um, last year when we were so busy, I started having too much takeout. Yep. <laughs> Realistically speaking, I had too much takeout. I need a prep dish. You, you know, need prep dish. Prep yep. Dish. 
So um, anyway, I was getting too much takeout. And so I was ending up with these like 32 and 24 ounce containers. And so I started using them to like freeze stuff for the days that I did cook things. And then I realized that they all stacked really nicely in the freezer. (laughs) So one day I got online and I was like, surely they make these things where you can buy them. And sure enough, they come in 8 ounce, 16, 24 and 32 all of them fit inside of each other, like they nest together, uh-huh. and they all have the same lid. So when one lid goes bad or oh, if I put that's the in best. it and it turns grody orange, I can just throw it away because there's more lids and they all fit the same thing. So this is my new advice. This is your it's new advice. It's meaningful, but it's like so practical. So I literally linked them all in my blog because I thought, this is one of those things that makes people feel crazy and it just doesn't need to. You're like, if I have found a solution for my crazy, I'm going to let everybody else know about it as well. I mean, don't you feel that way? Like when something's really good, Uh you just want to tell the world. Tell everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, so God is good. He's given us. Amazon Prime. Oh, that's the best. That is the best. Uh, Logan. Probably lame advice, but no, it's not that I have for today. People need that. People need that. Um, What is a pet peeve that you have? Oh, my biggest pet peeve of all times is when people should say no to something, but they don't. And so then you're counting on them and then they back out. Oh, yeah. Or um, what my husband and I call better dealing and. I really don't ever do this. Um, I did sort of do it yesterday because we had talked about going to dinner with some friends this weekend and now we're going to family camp. But I see what you're saying. For the most part, like, um, and I think no offense, millennials, but you're all worse about it. Um, (laughs) That'll say like, oh, I think I can do this. Or that'll stretch it out, stretch it out, stretch it out until they're trying to see if there's a better plan. That would come mm, up, you yeah. know, <clears throat> like if there's going to be, a, it's like if you get asked to a dance by like a guy that's just a friend, you kind of yeah. want to like wait and see if maybe somebody better is going to ask. Yeah. And so like, I'm sorry. Uh, it's very rare that tender relationships work out. So don't treat your actual <laughs> friends that way. You know, <laughs> like, There's some advice for you right there. I mean, there you go. <laughs> no, but for real, like that's something that kind of drives me crazy because I feel yeah. like hey, you're in or you're out, you know? And then if you tell me that you're in for something, then I... I actually believe you. Yeah. Um, I count on you, you know, so. You know what's something has been driving me crazy lately? And I don't think it's lately. I think it's all the time. When I come home, like, and I, like if I open the dishwasher in the morning and it's full of dirty dishes, but nobody yes. started it. <gasps> yes. Like I can't explain started. to my people how far behind that gets me. You know what I mean? Like, cause Same. there's new dishes that need to go in there. Cause literally I locked, I just walked into my kitchen just now and I've been working really hard this week because I was out of town last week. So the dishes are like last thing on the thing it's right so now. So true. Like, like something about it, if I can unload it <sighs> in the morning yes. while my kids are getting ready for school, I put everything away and then it's like clean slate. I can start. But yesterday start that happened to me. So I had to run them yesterday. It's like you can't hardly catch up. In the up. middle of the day. Yeah. It's hard to catch really up. You off. People and were like, out of paper plates. <laughs> so I couldn't even have an alternative plan. It was really stressful. Uh. <laughs> I know we, we we've like gone to all paper and plastic wear this week. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Mother Earth, but it's just what's happening this week because I cannot Mary get to the dishes. Does she does it every weekend. She literally has this box of stuff. It's all paper and plastic. She brings it out every weekend. They turn off their phones. They do all this stuff. It's part of what they do to create rest in their home. Oh, I How love cool it. Like it's a thing that they do every weekend. Every meal. It's all paper, all plastic. So Carrie Bailey. Carrie Bailey. She's a sweet one. Um, okay. That's a good idea right there. 
I'm going to mm-hmm. like take my own notes for that. Weekend. That, I just take two pieces of advice. What can we call that? Weekend. She, I think she calls it rest or something. I don't I know. I was going to call it weekend kill the earth. I mean, it, but you know what? Get compostable. Go to Whole Foods. Hey, well, that's true. If you just on the weekends. And you know. it doesn't produce stress in me. I'm saving water. I'm saving dish soap. I mean, you know, come on. True. There's yeah. something sa- being saved. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. What do you think? Um, what, what equals success to you? Like if you're, what, what is success for Logan? Oh man. I should have really thought about that one. more. <laughs> Um, so success to me, I don't think I know what it is yet because I think success to me is probably not even something that anyone will know until I'm dead. Like, because I think like, I want my kids to love Jesus and Mm -hmm. I want them to love people. And, um, you know, I would really love an epitaph that's better than like rest in peace. Uh I would love for it to say something like, she was curious and she loved to laugh and she loved people, mm. you know, like I, I want success. That would be, that would be me, success for you. Yeah. Success for me would be like, after I'm dead, that it matters that I lived. I like that. That sounds kind of, I kind of like that too. I like that too. It's like a legacy too. Yeah. I think that that's what success for me is. And yeah. so, um, and, and then of course, you know, like just in this whole like book writing world and all these things, I mean, some everybody's going to tell you what success is. It's mm-hmm. a certain amount of sales or it's a certain amount of influence or it's whatever. Like for me, and I think I probably told you this forever ago, for all I know, I could be an alpaca farmer in like Argentina in five years. And so if, you know, Ann Voskamp calls it like the measuring sticks or whatever, like if my measuring sticks are defined by things and circumstances around me, then it's probably just going to always be short on some point, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but would that's you, like, you know, I'm preaching to myself here. Right. All of us. Yeah. Would you want to be an alpaca farmer in Argentina? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, dear Lord, please let that not happen. <laughs> I have no <laughs> desire. I'm probably allergic. Um, yeah, it, I think it would be bad. But don't they speak Spanish in Argentina? Isn't don't it Spanish? cry for me, Argentina. Yeah, She's saying that is. in English. But yes, I think they speak Spanish. Yeah, so my degree is in Spanish. So I would at least be able to communicate. Oh, well, good. Good, good. So, so that leads me there. You know? Yeah, exactly. If you could if you could live anywhere for a year, what where would it be? Spain. Like, I don't even have to think about <sighs> yeah. it. Spain. I've lived in Spain twice. I said because my degree is in Spanish. So I studied there in college. And then I lived there for a summer with Campus Crusade for Christ after I graduated and I love everything about it. I love the people. I love the pace of life. Um, it, it just focuses around relationships mm-hmm. and people. And they take a nap every day. Every like, day. Legitimately, the country takes a nap. Like the sh- like you cannot go find stores. They're not open from right. like three to five. Mm-hmm. And then everyone hangs out at night and it's just alive and yeah. It's so great. I love, we've so, been there twice now, and I told you this but also, that I love that the lifestyle that they have. It's it's slower, but they they are. They're out late at night, but then they take that nap, and everything's just slower, and they eat great food and drink great wine, and it's just so good. I remember one time when I was there, um, when I was after college, when I was there with Campus Crusade, and I went to meet a friend for lunch, or like in the afternoon, I think for coffee or something. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to tell you 
that our time is going to be cut short today because I have like a really big exam or something the next day. So I was like, okay. So I'm thinking in my mind, like we've got 30 minutes here. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, if someone's going to make time for you in America and they're going to tell you it's going to be short, like real short, then you're like 30 minutes. Right. Three hours after we hung out, she's profusely apologizing to me that she has to leave so early. Oh my gosh. She's had to cut our time so short. And so to me, I was just like, I found my people. Yeah. I'm probably going on longer right now than we're even supposed to. It's probably going to be happy. It's okay. Uh, Spanish. Seven extra minutes, you know? It's okay. It's okay. We're Spanish time here. <laughs> Spanish time. I love it. Um, okay. So last question. What is a goal you have for yourself this year, 2017? A goal that I have for myself this year is um, that I get to live the things that I'm writing, which is making space for others when I'm already mm-hmm. spread too thin. Mm-hmm. Also, not find myself spread too thin because I will have hopefully learned to apply some of the yeah. things that I'm writing about. Um, and then also, I think just to look back at this year and at this season and feel like I just really saw the way that the Lord was moving in my family um, and in our community around us. And then, yeah, just friendships and stuff. I feel like after a really difficult couple of years with a lot of work and too many things on my plate, I want to make sure that I keep all the priorities straight this time. Mm. And I think that you, just from watching you from afar, you've been kind of walking through that, figuring that out throughout the fall and up till now, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I have. And, you know, one of the things I took off the plate for a period of time was we're, we hadn't had a loom. We didn't have it last year. And we're not having it this year. And mm-hmm. we're kicking it around for 2018. But, um, you know, I just think, that's one of those things like what's success, you know, like, well, success to me is making sure that my marriage and my family stay together. It's mm. um, if you're responsible for a team of people, it's making sure that those people are healthy, you know, and yeah. you see that what y'all are all doing is going to push people to a place where like, you're not going to be whole, then stop. You mm. know? Like, yeah. Stop. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's kind of what my hope is for this next year. And just also, I've been having a lot of fun writing. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's really great. Like It's really fun. To yeah. Have fun. yeah. Yeah. I can see that going on in your world a lot. So that's really yeah. great. Yeah. Um, hey, Logan, thanks for joining me for the happy half hour. Thanks for having me. And Prep Dish, thanks for sponsoring. Love to try Man. that stuff out. I cannot wait. When this show airs, I will have already prepped and I will be a happy woman. And then you're going to just dish about it all. I'm going to dish about it all. <laughs> There's going to be no more stress around prep, dinner time. And then you're going to dish about that's it. That's right. So. That's right. Prep dish. Um, so for real, thank you, Prep Dish. Go to prepdish.com slash happy hour, all lowercase to do your free trial. Not free, $4, but let's let's be honest. That's like less than the coffee Basically. I bought at Starbucks yesterday. Um, Logan, it's been such a joy talking with you. Um, guys, if you didn't hear the interview this Wednesday, it's with Kate Merrick. And I met Kate at the If Gathering Um, And she has just walked through grief over the past four years when she lost her daughter, Daisy, to cancer. Uh, But just her story and our conversation was so fulfilling and life-giving. I'm just, I'm a huge fan of her and all that she's doing. So listen to that conversation this past week. And then next Wednesday, Tish Oxenreiter is on the show. Logan, do you know Tish? Yes, we went to Italy together this summer. That was a way Y'all that I made did. space and breathed. Yes, we did. Oh, I've known her for several years now. Amazing. Okay, so Tish joins us. Uh, next week on the show to talk about how she took her family around the world in nine months. And it was a fun show just to talk about traveling. I love traveling. And so that's a fun show. So you guys, if you didn't listen last week, listen to Kate. Thank you for listening to Logan and I today. And next week, listen for Tish. You guys have a great week and enjoy a happy hour with a friend.
you guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. 